0: Well, hey everybody welcome to episode 26 of our dice haven actual play podcast uh, if you'd like to know some more about our show and access some of our bonus content you can check us out at patreon.com forward slash dice we're also on instagram at dice haven podcast so please check us out and to all the backers we've already got and listeners out there we thank you very much now i am mason as usual and still the gm for this campaign and I am
1: Stan, and I play Jadis Gant, a warrior priest.
2: I'm Bailey. I play uh, Dasan Nar a human computer genius.
3: And I am John. I play Captain Amasaurian Kane, a retired naval admiral.
4: I'm Chris. I play Ruben Glazer, Harkoon, an engineer, and howler. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: and I am Jeff.
0: I play Ta'ari, a Hatal warrior. Sweet. This time, we knew the how was coming. Yeah, it did kind of warn us. He gave me some warning, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's a mystery. Okay. All right. Um, last time, bef- we, before we started making all of the jumps, Tassan had done some research on that Dr. Fertzkirk, who you guys encountered on the prison ship IPS Outron. And there were some peer-reviewed articles and publications he had released that ultimately garnered him an honorary degree in astrology. And so, uh, and I remember Jadas, um, who was playing Stan,
2: said <laughs> <laughs> that he well, wanted to. Like, he
1: plays like this D and D type game in the far future.
5: And <laughs> Is it astrology or astronomy? Oh, astronomy. Okay. Oh, it's astronomy. Because I didn't know you had a doctor in astrology. I mean, I'm Sorry, sorry. I
1: I, I, I thought you said astrology. I'm like, okay, this is like some Cthulhu type. I'm a
0: Pisces. I actually (laughs) think I did say astrology, and it should have been astronomy. That was a mistake on my part. Okay, astronomy. I mean, not a mistake. I was testing you guys, Mm. and it just took this long to figure it out. No, that was astronomy. Yes. That's
2: Uh, much more boring. (laughs) <laughs> stars um,
0: yeah, peer-reviewed articles on astrology <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Jadis, you said you were yeah. going to read some of those and in all of the fun of role-playing um, the cosplay and the war games and everything else and not letting Buzz participate in any of it uh, we forgot to do that, so as you read those what you catch on is that he does a lot of um, study and research on the movement of celestial bodies throughout the ages and he he's been working his way backwards through time like centuries right for quite a bit of time and tracking Mm -hmm. um various data points on that topic right it gets super complicated but dealing with impact of gravitational pulls and and all that stuff um okay but part of what he's getting into he he likes to study because he's also um Studies alien uh, linguistics and xenobiology and stuff like that. He likes to research it because he's, as they look at ancient cultures that he had either, you know, come and gone on these various planets you find, and he likes to find out what the celestial bodies were at the time, Mm -hmm. right? And, oh, this is their Caprica, this is their Big Dipper, and that kind of stuff, and then see how things have changed. Um, That's just a big, big interest of his. So you see a lot of that kind of stuff. So, uh, obviously, it would just stem from his interest in ancient alien life. Hmm. That's See, What I thought
2: he was doing was picking up from where the Mayan calendar left off and just keep, you know, moving it forward. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, okay. it's a lot of that kind of stuff. You don't get anything major revealing out of it, but it does okay. further define his interest, which... And this is... <laughs>
1: This is Dr. Fitzgerald or Dr. Fitzgerald, yeah,
0: Fitzgerald. All right. Yeah, so the I guy t- who uh, went like telepathic on you guys. <laughs>
1: right. So I'm going to talk to my uh, co-crewmates, uh, guys. Uh, he, I, I looked at some of these articles that he wrote, and uh, it's interesting. He's He studied much of uh, ancient cosmology with the uh, the uh, celestial bodies and um, other astronomical – nomical phenomenon, um, of ages past. That makes me wonder if somehow his te- telepathic, uh, weirdness is tied to some ancient thing he uncovered. So I don't know, but that's very interesting.
4: could be like, he's possessed by some kind of, uh, alien life form that went, was hibernating and he found could it or be. something.
0: Could be, yeah. Don't know. So you guys, that actually would have happened while you guys are hopping through space and you get Yeah, that would have happened earlier. Yeah, Yeah. but I forgot to give it to you, so I wanted to do it now. All right, so you've landed, um, and it's not at all difficult to get your items sold. It takes you about 30 hours to find a supplier, which isn't a big surprise given the chaos of a war-torn planet, and apparently the space station had just recently been kind of Taken over by the um, Kingdom of Cavil, um, so you can get that sold. Captain Kane, I think you said you wanted to go off and handle that, and you wanted to have some other people do stuff.
3: Yeah, Captain Kane uh, was going to try and find the broker, and then I- I'm assuming between Tassan and you know the rest of the crew, Tassan being intel gathering, we can try and figure out. Uh, the location of this individual? Do they have a? There's an, obviously no internet. It's not tech level eight. But do they have any kind of an, uh, like some kind of a tracking network or po- police records, things like that, that are computer based?
2: Well, the law enforcement have records. Um, did uh, Captain Cagle give us any information on where to find this Dexon or we're we just supposed to search the entire planet? He, he gave us the town name, like the, the city, city, right?
4: Yep. He did.
5: It's in Dan- Dane. Yep. But he didn't give us like a equivalent of a cell phone number or anything to contact her? No,
0: because he didn't have that information. Okay. Uh, because whatever she was doing here, she had kind of been embedded locally. And so he wasn't given, oh, here's how I get in touch with her easily. He was Obviously in a means to protect her identity and whatnot. But he did tell you that she was located in Dane. And um, he would have given you some... Brief description. I don't know if I actually specified the time, but you know, she got like, brunette hair and green eyes, kind of thing. Um,
2: um, should we take our ship down to Dane, or um, I mean, for I'm thinking fast escape, fast get out. Um, is that allowed? I mean.
3: Yeah, we need to figure out what the laws are. I think that's a great idea. We need to try and determine what the laws are on the planet so we know how we can behave. In general, tech level 6 is like the equivalent of the 1950s to 60s, right, in terms of comparative technology. So obviously whoever settled this plant, though, brought in some higher tech equipment. Um,
5: um, law level being can we wear um, armor and stuff, or
0: do we have to hide that? And the law level... Oh, wrong tab here. Um, is a nine. So nine bans pretty much most. I mean, stuff. you can do anything. Right? No, oh. nine is all weapons and all armor is banned. Oh, gotcha.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about uh, furry friends? Are they banned? <laughs> no, aliens are not banned. Um, okay. All right. I'll ask. Furry
0: outfits. Okay.
4: Um, I I sense the landing party will have two harcoon. <laughs> but,
0: uh, I'm scared.
2: Um, just asking, asking for a friend.
0: Something to keep in mind too is this planet is currently governed by two primary bodies, so it's it would be fair to say that the law code isn't necessarily universal or planet wide, right? Because the Kingdom of Cavil may have a different law code than what the um, Cavil Federation of Cities has
2: as we, also yeah, go ahead as we as we get in into orbit or whatever, are we able to figure out which who controls Dane right now?
0: who controls which one sorry Dane uh yeah, so Dane is still under control of the Kingdom of Cavil. if you remember you guys had received news about a city called Lantine. mm-hmm that wasn't too far from Dane that had recently taken control yeah it had switched back and forth a couple of times it's most recent um flip was found in the control of the kingdom of Cavil.
2: and the people that were interrogating us when we got into the system they were kingdom of Cavil.
0: yeah that was uh the members of the kingdom of Cavil's navy that was operating the space station correct
2: so I guess it's really just asking the Kingdom of Cavill if we can land our ship in Dane.
0: That seems pretty straightforward. You know um, that, because I know you did a little bit of research on the two s- groups, the Kingdom of Cavill has actually expressed interest in joining the Empire, but the Federation of Cities has per- prefers to stay autonomous. Hmm. Okay.
2: Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would suggest going can we ask them if we can land a planet side? It just seems like it might be easier to right, upgrade. Um, it just might be easier to have our uh, tools that we need for this uh, extraction mission.
3: Yeah. Hopefully it won't come to that. Hopefully we can just identify her and get her to the ship, but I think that's yeah. wise. So yeah, that's definitely, that seems like a good idea. Can you figure out, uh, to San, uh, where they'll let us land and what docking port or what landing. Yeah, pad. so
2: in the I guess in the hours of approach, I'll ask if we can. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask if we once they clear us, you know, uh, can we land in Dane, or do we have to land at the starport?
0: So the guy comes on. He says. Uh... If you want to land planet-side, we can grant you clearance for that, but you would first have to dock at the space station so that we can do a search of your vessel for um, any potential contraband to ensure that you are not an agent of the Cavill Federation of Cities. Oh,
2: yeah, that's fine. okay, that's
0: fine. Yep. So if you'll dock at the space station...
2: All right, got to go there anyway, so...
0: Right, we will come on board, we'll verify your cargo and verify your identities and what you're here for and if we if that meets our satisfaction that you're not here as operations operatives of the enemy then we can get you clearance to land on the planet i'll be advised given the um planet-wide war going on it is a risky move
2: does that mean but uh, dane hasn't changed hands recently is it
0: No, Dane has not changed hands, but it is not too far from Lantine. Approximately ninety miles from Lantine.
4: Do they have like anti-aircraft lasers or anything? That cannons that they can fire at approaching ships, or is it mostly ground-based?
0: Do they have the pew pew? Who are you? Are you asking? (laughs) Are you asking the GM if they have? No,
4: no. The uh, the. Oh. uh, This would just be Tassan talking to this guy, right? It's not like uh, all of us in the.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm assuming Tassan's having this conversation at the comm station on the bridge. If you're on the bridge, though, you could be there or be patched in.
4: Okay. Um, If he's on a headset, then I wouldn't hear it, so I won't. I'll retract the comment. If it's like a speaker wide thing, then
2: I'll. Oh, that's up to you guys. It really depends. It would probably just be on a headset, so.
4: Yeah, so. uh, Ruben's Re- still uh, in his hair fluffing machine. Only
2: <laughs> <laughs> takes minutes. I mean,
4: <laughs> he knows.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Son, are you done talking to the the ground guy? Have you figured out a place to land?
2: Um, he. Well, we have to land at the. We have. To, yeah. Yes. We have to land and at we'll, the base first. We have to land at the spaceport first. We have to get cleared and uh, Do so in, that we're the not inspection. Members, right inspection. Yeah.
3: Okay, gotcha. Could you go ahead then and attempt to relay some television signals or other types of signals planet-wide, see if you can pick them up and relay them in here. I want to see if we can see any video of what's going on in the war, the tech level of the planet, get any more intel on uh, the planet itself so we get an idea of what we're walking into. Aye. Aye, aye. Make it happen. And specifically, Mason, we're trying to figure out, is there any television shows, broadcast media, anything like that? Try and get those kind of feeds now that we're in orbit sure. of the planet um, to what's going on. Like, do they show news reporters on the front line of the war? What's the technology look like they're fighting with? Um, you, know, yeah. video, you know, shows that show the battle lines where things are lined up, things like that.
0: You know, mostly what you would find along those lines is just um, local news talking about, you know, here's a conflict here, or um, two, the two sides appear to be building up for conflict here, light skirmish here. It's pretty much spread all around the planet. There's um, in some areas, there's not a very clearly defined line, because there's some cities, if, if you drew a line in the sand, there'd be some cities on both sides who are claiming to be or I should say claimed by the other side. Right? Because... Right. The reason is, since every city exists in its own bubble, it's not like you could just station an army in outside those bubbles for an extended period of time, right? So you got to launch out an attack um, and then build up a temporary kind of station like that. Um, you find out, like I said last time, Lanteen had recently changed sides again. There's a couple of other cities that are so far away from Dane that they're really not important as far as what's going on where they've changed hands back and forth. There's been uh, a couple of cities that have been, the domes have been destroyed, so they're no longer inhabitable right now. Overall tech level, what you're noticing that is the tech level six, which is basically the dawn of the space age tech level, right, so not the 1930s, um, a little bit later. That's just your general, every every man's day-to-day technology. There's the military operates at a higher tech level right and that's because they have to in order to be an effective military outside of those domes there's and of course there's always the wealthier people who have better living but the basic everyday stuff you're going to run into is going to be in that tech level six okay so it's not impossible to find higher tech um but on this planet especially with law level nine the higher tech stuff especially when it comes to military related things like arms and weapons that's pretty much exclusive territory of the militaries.
5: If the law level is nine, are we allowed to have uh, weapons on our ship? We just can't bring them off, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, that would depend planet to planet on how extreme they are. Uh, So that's a question you could ask the security here.
3: Uh, Mason I sent the tech level chart for tech level six is that roughly what we're seeing then for average tech level the traveler six Which is basically nuclear fission like mainframe computers TV crude prosthetics Skyscrapers that kind of stuff. So probably 1960s ish
0: Yeah, because in the book on page six tech level six is called it says I'll just read this to you brings the development of fission yeah. power, and more advanced computing. Advances in materials, technology, and rocketry bring about the dawn of the space age. So what you described... Yeah, so the 60s. 60s. Yeah, yeah, like 60s, okay. maybe dipping into the 70s, right? Um, yep. That's the okay, average that's cool. tech level that you get, which is pretty decent. Okay, yeah. captain. Yes. Given,
5: given the war, would it be wise to hide our weapons... Weapon locker in the hidden floor panel to make sure they don't claim them. Um,
3: I, I have mixed feelings about that. I actually thought about that when we landed. Maybe this is a crew decision.
0: Um,
5: the armory can... is pretty well stocked. I worry that they're going to think we're coming in as part of the uh, uh, opposing faction.
3: Yes, um. It, it might be worse if they found it concealed in the concealed panels and then said, what are you doing? So I I'd yes. rather just declare it up front, um, that we have this equipment, but we will not remove it from our vessel. Um, do we have any insights to San? anything on the local laws or any, uh, I guess there's no real internet, so it's hard to connect to people and read policy
2: based on like level six. It would only have like computers that are the size of, the room. I mean, the only thing I would have is, I mean, I could pick probably if they have, they, they should, well, they're probably just beginning to have satellites too.
0: So, um, well, also, um, basically at this point on this planet, uh, home computers are not a common thing, but so. because we are also in an environment where there's space travel, like the space station has more of those up-to-date stuff, right? Oh
3: where, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah.
0: Space station. So on the planets, there are, like at local post offices, you can go and maybe send a digital letter or something or have a handwritten letter scanned and made digital. Um, so there are services like that, and then they'll, they'll send that up to the space station so that the, the X-boats can pick them up. But like you said, because the average computer that the people here are capable of making takes up a whole room, if not a house they don't exist in everybody's homes, yeah.
3: Does that yeah. make sense? That
0: makes sense, yeah. Hey, you know what, connect, maybe connect to the
3: space station and let's ask them for the list of laws and and things like that on the planet. Cause I'd rather declare when they come on board, let them know we have this equipment. It's, you know, we come from a different planet and we can secure them in our locker. I mean, I'd rather approach it that way, unless you guys feel differently.
2: No, I mean, I I would have assumed that's part of the Package they send over before you even land at the spaceport, right? So that
0: like yeah, you know, they don't hide the laws from you. So they Right, right. It. I mean, my guess is they
2: send them over as part of before you land here. Here's the laws, right? And I imagine right. every spaceport kind of does that. On gotcha. the space so, station
0: here, it is it is a very hard nine. Like there are no weapons, no armor whatsoever, um, and if you're caught as a serious violation, and that's that's clearly they you know due to the nature of the conflict in hand, um, in order to you know ensure the security of. Personnel on board, only military personnel are allowed to have these things. So that's kind of what you would expect anyway, uh, to protect them from secret agents or subterfuge and stuff. But legally, the, we
3: can keep them on our ship as long as they don't leave our vessel. Is that true? Yeah.
0: When You can you can connect to the space station carrying whatever you want, basically. You just can't take it off the ship, right?
2: Uh, so was,
3: this, this, yeah, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, is
2: there a way for me to... Well, I mean, either once we dock or while we're docking, connect to their database. And I mean, is, is it even possible for me to find, um, like to search the city records for a Daxon? Because right now we're looking for a needle in a haystack, right, I mean, I don't know how many Daxons there are, but.
0: Yeah, you could, um, given the low level of interconnectivity within each city, the best you could probably hope to get is if you could remotely connect to law enforcement and check for any records that a daxon might have um that would be pretty difficult here because you'd have to probably bounce through the space station so you would have their security right Uh, at at least if you wanted to do it unknown and hidden right Um, you could always just ask bluntly
2: um maybe we just ask when we get into the port the spaceport and ask how we find somebody planet side.
0: Mm, yeah. Right. Um, I,
2: Cause I mean, they would know how to do that. So, And
0: I'm pretty sure that local, especially back in the 1960s and seventies, there was a thing called the phone book.
2: <laughs> That's true. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm sure the local communities have some kind of similar database, right? Right. Just right. for the sake of keeping track of who's where and all that kind of stuff and being able to contact your friends and yada, yada. So there's definitely going to be ways that you can get that information. Um, doing it from the space station would be more difficult, but not impossible,
2: right? Okay. I just learned we got a lot of time until we get to the,
0: so... But does, it, does that answer your question? Uh-huh. uh-huh, Okay, if you wanted to ask the space station for something like that, you, that would require kind of a role, be, mostly because they really don't care. <laughs> like, they're like, well, why would we care? To? And so the space station doesn't keep records of every city's citizenship, so you would have to convince them... To contact the city to request that information.
2: Right. right. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. You're totally welcome to do it. I just want you to know. No, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know of another way to find Daxon, so I, I guess I would start that process. Yeah. yeah. I, I
1: wonder. I wonder if there. This is Jada's talking character. Uh, is there a? Um, could there be like a library or some city that might have? Uh, you mentioned these things called phone books. Um, it's an inter- inter- <laughs> interesting concept, but I just wonder if there's some place that has the phone books from all the cities.
2: But we just need Dane.
0: Oh, I'm sure that there's like a master um, thing somewhere, possibly. Like maybe not a phone book, but like a the equivalent of like a county okay. registry or something like okay. that,
1: maybe. We're pretty sure Daxon is in Dane. We were told yeah. this word Dax, no. That
0: Daxon. That was, that was said as a definitive statement, oh, okay. which is interesting because, you know, you're so far away. It was like, nope, Daxon's in Dane. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Those are good ideas, though, so I think those are definitely worth pursuing. Well, I would,
2: rid- I mean, so I, I would, I mean, I, I would ask if they could, I mean, I would ask, I would ask as we're approaching, and we have, like, 30-something hours, um, I would ask for the Dane phone book if they have it digitally, right? If they could send it over. Sure, sure. Give, give I, me, I, I, my, my, my guess is that they digitize it, right, once they get it to the spaceport.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be kept digitally. Um,
2: give me, so, like, did you say a role?
0: Yeah, give me like a role. Give me like a, some kind of social roll.
2: Uh,
0: Persuasion, like, if you got that.
2: Uh, streetwise, diplomat. Diplomat would work. Good.
0: Uh, eight. All right. Uh, so the guy comes back. That's an odd request, but sure, I can get it. We we keep all that stuff on the station because it's used with boat communication. Yeah, it comes just, into our system, and we're able to send out communications via that database. So Yeah,
2: we're
0: just,
2: yeah we're just trying to find one particular person in the city of Dane. So uh, Okay. So he...
0: Uh, you get that beamed over to your ship, and it's just okay. Dane's um, list of people.
2: All right, I would
0: do a fine to see if Daxon's even in there. Okay, so you do a fine, and there are two daxons All
2: right. Are they both female? No, well that that doesn't specify. <laughs> All right, does it give me an address or does it give me?
0: Yeah, it gives you um a contact contact address if you wanted to write them a letter or whatever. Okay. So you can get in touch with them and and if you wanted to, it gives you like their Telephone number, kind of thing, or com dot number or whatever. Okay, it would be. I feel like saying telephone number thousands of years into the future just seems. <laughs> right. <laughs> it that seems so two thousands and late 90s <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um.
0: So good move to sign. Yep yep yep. I can. T- I guess I can tear that entire page of my adventure up.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> tear it up. Uh, Yeah, so I would... uh, Yeah, man, I guess... I guess I'll be playing aside to contact them, so... uh, Okay. uh, Otherwise, you just do a satellite to radio to landline connection. Right. Yeah,
0: it would be a bit more involved. And also probably significantly less secure.
2: Right, right. Mm All right, cool. Well, uh, so it gives me their address and phone number, so... Yes.
5: This one cautions maybe... It sounded like there was some sort of uh, tension. They wouldn't be sending a, a crew paid this much if it was as easy as picking someone up. Perhaps uh, we should stake the place out rather than just calling in advance and alerting.
1: I think that is wise. Wise advice, Dari.
5: It's how you keep your fur intact, and then I look over at Tassan kind of...
2: But you got to shave it when you do surgery, so you got you to gotta do that, otherwise it gets all messy, gets in there and causes problems, infections, it's a big old mess. Yes. <laughs> you need a lot of surgery, you need a lot.
0: Which reminds me, Tauri, you still have a spot where the hair is noticeably shorter than everywhere else.
5: That's okay. It's a warrior scar, so I'm fine with it. In fact, I'd rather if there was a cool scar on it.
0: Nice. Jadis, you ready to dock us at the spaceport? Indeed I am, Captain. Technically, last session, we ended right after Jadis had made that die roll. So all the stuff we're doing was just, that's the stuff that took place before you docked. So I okay, won't be roll that dock roll. Oh, oh cool. cool. In, in that
3: case, um, I'll head to the spaceport, uh, meet the gentleman there that's actually handling the manifest and the search and the inspection. I'll report all items on board the vessel 100%, meaning all the equipment that we have. Um, I'll explain that we're here to sell medical supplies and pharmaceuticals. And then we're uh, potentially going to pick up passengers also on the planet to be able to take them off planet.
0: Okay, do you have anything hidden in any compartments anywhere? This is the GM asking.
3: I have nothing hidden that is a ship item, and I have nothing personally that's hidden. I'll ask the rest of the group, and they can declare that. But no, I even show them the the underfloor panel underneath the bottom of the ship. I show them where it is. I show them we use that for normal storage. It's actually convenient.
0: Okay. I only asked that question because I didn't know if I should start making rules to see if they found it. That,
5: that little panel is where I hide my little robot mouses, by the way, so they're scurrying around in that little panel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so they come on and, and they do um, a pretty thorough search. Um, they spend at least a solid hour. They actually open up and examine all the contents and all of the boxes that you have. Uh, and as they're going through this, they say, is this cargo being delivered to the surface?
3: Uh, yes, sir. We're going to be finding a broker on the surface to to, to sell the cargo.
0: That's correct. Very well. Um, I believe looks like medical and pharmaceuticals. I'm pretty sure that the kingdom of Cavill could give you a good price for it.
3: That, that sounds good. We'll definitely uh, definitely engage with them then. Uh, best price is what we're looking for.
0: Actually, I will have my quartermaster contact you.
3: Oh, perfect. That sounds great.
0: Okay, so they, they take their time. They search. Um, they find the weapons, and they say, "Now you were requesting a permit to go planet side?
3: Uh, yes, so that's correct. I actually take them to the store locker and show them the storeroom locker. I don't even, you know, I'm not even leaving up to them searching, and I'm going to show them what we have. Okay,
0: if you want to go planet side, we have these um, these locks, and he shows you an exact one of these locks. We place on all of these weapon lockers to ensure that your weapons are securely locked away. And when you leave the planet, you may stop here, and we will remove them.
3: Okay, um, uh, given it's a war zone or potentially a risky war zone? Are there any, even at least, personal firearms in my vessel in case I landed and someone tried to overwhelm my ship? I understand some of the more high-tech military equipment, but what about just some of the basics, like body pistols and things of that nature?
0: Give me a, so, a social role, like a persuasion or diplomats. diplomat.
3: Yeah. I'll do diplomacy. hop poop. Okay, I got a three, and then I add my three social and my two diplomats, so I get to an—actually, I get to an eight, but it's exactly—
0: Okay, he's like, uh, I I can allow everyone to keep a sidearm uh, unsecured, but all of the heavier weapons will need to be secured in the lockers.
5: Understood. What about a melee?
0: This isn't to be mean. This is simply given this— no, it's I get it. The danger high-powered weaponry represents to um, the infrastructure we have in place on this planet. It's just not wise to let them run around freely, especially...
3: No, I, I understand completely, Lieutenant. It that, that makes a lot of sense, and it's wise, and I, I respect the decision, so we'll absolutely do that. And I, I bring out the Gauss rifles and all that stuff and have them put the locks on them. Um,
0: and, and your armor as well. Yep. How are
3: they locking the... Oh, they're locking the armor in a thing. Gotcha. Yeah, so they get
0: like a special... Kind of locking mechanism, uh, yeah, that secures to the outside. And they they punch in their code, whatever, and it prevents the locker from being openable. I don't know if that's a word. It cannot be opened until they remove that device.
5: Is that Would, they, would they consider my axe a firearm, or would they let me keep that?
0: No, the the if you want that to be your sidearm, they'll allow that. Okay, okay. yeah. So the but your armor now, your armor that you guys have that just looks like clothing. Unless you call that out, they're yeah. not gonna do anything about it because it just looks like clothing. Got
3: just so cloth. It's the high tech level in the diplo vest. That stuff's pretty straight up.
0: Yeah, as long as it it's, can stand up to just visual scrutiny of not being like the chest plate armor or or medieval yeah. armor. They actually don't make Tassan lock his medieval armor up. They just um. There we go. Um, actually comment on The it.
3: best armor <laughs> in the whole game.
0: They comment on it. Oh, this is pretty interesting. I've never seen anything like this. Someone tinks <laughs> it and goes, some bit of armor this is, and they tink it. That's
2: fine. And they're well, playing around.
0: That'd be all right. I say, yeah, I don't really think that's a problem. <laughs> uh, I'll let that one slide. Everything else, though, will have to go in the lockers, and we'll secure it.
3: Gotcha. Do they consider stunners to be um, a sidearm?
0: Uh, yeah, because I think stunners are actually pistols, aren't they? Like a pistol light device?
3: Yeah, it's it's like a pistol light device. Okay, yeah, so but- I'll, I'll I'll take my stunner, and then, Mason, I have my rapier and Tassan's sword on the wall. Are they going to lock those away, or are they just going to leave them up there?
0: <clears throat> Give me a... Let me see. Let me roll a check here. He sees it, and he's going to just say, hmm, that's interesting. I see you guys are interested in... Um, well, check out the armor here. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. We we see, we see, we see this time. armor? That's interesting. He's like, yeah. no, this looks... I, I think this is okay. Um, especially considering our primary concern is just the safety of our infrastructure.
3: Perfect. We will do our best, sir. And we'll return here as soon as we're done to get everything unlocked.
0: Very well. And he puts these locks on, and you hear him, like, magnetized to it. And he says, I, I want to be... It's very important that I stress to you that if you tamper with these and it goes poorly, these will detonate. So I suggest that you do not fool with them. I suggest we don't either. And then he, if you have nothing else for me, I will have your permit for you momentarily. I just need to go turn this in and get the approval of the man upstairs, so to speak. Well, thank you. So he he, he heads out and it's like 15, 20 minutes and you get a message on your ship. Uh, landing permit has been approved and, and it pops up and it's signed, like it should be signed and all that stuff.
5: Perfect. Kane Captain. Yeah. would have seemed a simple matter to slip some credits, and that lock would have never made it on the safe.
3: Didn't want to risk it. We don't know what we're in the middle of right here. Um, I like the way you think. And In a situation where we're outside of imperial law, if that was needed, then I think that's wise. At this point, I actually want Ruben to go take a look at those explosives to figure out Plan B if we have an an emergency. I I, I agree with you. Yeah, so Ruben, if you can go down and just take a look at him. I don't want you to do anything, but just figure out what we're dealing with.
4: All right, I will, uh, I will go check it out, being very careful not to tamper.
0: And, and you've got, it's uh, just out of game. It's going to take nearly 30 hours before you hear from the, the quartermaster. Um, but you do get a message from the lieutenant saying that he talked to the quartermaster. He'll get with you um, as soon as he's free. And here's, here's a rough timeline. And it's going to be about 30 hours, so you've got time to look at this stuff. So, Reuben, do you have an explosive skill?
4: Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay.
0: Um, how, t- tell me what you're wanting to do here. We'll see what kind of which skill we think is most appropriate.
4: So, there's engineer power, engineer life support.
0: Those are ship related.
4: Yeah. Um, Science, is heavy weapons, weapons. Um, mechanic. Uh, that's probably it. Jack of all trades, just uh, help a. Some skilled role.
0: Gotcha. Explosives will be planning charges. Oh yeah, there's um, Yep, yeah, you're
3: right. There's ex- there's an explosive skill.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Does
3: anybody I say to my. Fellow crewmates, mates, does anybody have explosives?
0: Now, out of game, there are two ways you can go about it. You could, assuming you want to try to get this thing off in a in a pinch, right? There's the disarming the bomb portion, or which is like just that part, or trying to go about it from the electronic perspective, since it's all an electronic based device, right? There's code. Oh, of, gotcha. So there's if I see this, I
4: about it. yeah, if I see this and I don't have the expertise and I've heard the warning about, um, that it could explode, I'll report, uh, Captain Kane, this is a pretty complex, uh, explosive here. I, I don't feel comfortable doing more than just a cursory exam of, of the device. Um, if there's anyone else on board that may have, uh, <clears throat> a little more experience with this, and I suggest we maybe, uh, send them down, if not, um, I'll just do my best to look and see what I can see.
3: Uh, yeah, I step off the bridge really quick and I'm and I head back down to the weapons locker where Ruben is to talk to him directly. Um, Ruben, I'm, I may send Tassan down here if I do. You need to watch him. Just make sure he doesn't do something. You know, he gets excited sometimes. So let I'll me distract uh, him with him. my fur. No, that's fine. I just want to just have him take a look at it. He's probably the best electronics person we've got on the boat. So sure, sure. Let me have him at least come down here. But if you would, just make sure you keep an eye on him
4: will do captain thank you uh, okay uh, perfect doesn't
1: uh doesn't someone have jack of all trades because wouldn't they be ruben good- does okay
3: actually that's a great point yep yeah ruben i would definitely look over his shoulder because you're probably the best person of uh, explosives between the group of us that aren't good at explosives
0: <laughs> Also, there's mechanic too mechanic is the skill that lets you maintain and repair most equipment so you could go from a mechanic perspective, if you wanted to try that too. Um, it might be a little more challenging than it would be to do it electronically, but it's another option.
2: Okay, I'll well, so head on the bridge.
4: Down and I'll, I'll look over her shoulder. And,
3: uh, that sounds great. Yeah. You guys are the best too, I think, to figure it out. Hey, Tassan, Ruben needs your help with the explosives on the locker. Um, again, just to want to stress to you, please don't do anything just examine it and analyze it in case we need to do something i'm hoping we get down to the planet we find dax and then we get out of here pretty easy but i think tahari's um you know concerns may be founded right we don't know what we're going to get into so at least we understand what options we have
2: yep, i can look but, at it never looked at explosives before but sure
3: gotcha by the way what did everybody keep as their sidearm i got my stunner and my rapier what do you guys have
1: laser um, pistol stunner my
2: axe and a flechette pistol I have my diplo vest and my stun fist always in my
1: jacket.
3: Gotcha, and don't forget your broadsword on the wall.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, uh, remind me, can we wear armor? I forget. What, nope,
0: your armor's is been a... secured inside that locker.
1: Right, but it, so a diplo vest is that? Are a you diplo just... vest? yeah.
0: Oh yeah, if armor or, that just or... appears like clothing, they wouldn't have bothered with unless okay. you're well,
1: calling out. What about the uh, cloth? that's tech level 12. That that's also looks like clothing. Uh
0: Tech level twelve is the cloth that goes under something, under. but it doesn't look like clothes. Yeah. Oh, so, it doesn't. But so, okay. Tech yeah, level, tech 10. level 10 is what looks like clothes. If you though you could say you wore that under your person, knowing they were going to inspect you, but uh, if you weren't wearing it and they found it, it would have gotten locked away because it's clearly art. Okay.
1: Room. Yeah. Well, I would. I think I would have, because I've got both tech level ten and tech level twelve cloth. mm Hmm.
0: So, uh... And that, the reason is, is tech level twelve gives you a bigger boost in protection. I think, but uh, no, it's, it's because tech level twelve can be worn under other armor, so it, it it looks just like a like an armor vest you put on that's really thin. But the tech level ten, it's not as high; pro- it's a higher protection, but you can only wear it by itself normally. So it looks like clothes. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, which, yeah. which would a, would better jive with this law level in terms of not being noticed.
0: Well, the tech level 12 could have been worn underneath your tech level 10.
1: Oh, could I wear both then? And, you and can.
0: Tech level 12 is special because it's designed to be worn under other armor.
1: Okay. So, so then I will wear, we'll, we'll wear both then. If- this is a good
3: question that Mason's posed. I think in general terms, we will probably have our armor on when we enter out of warp because if a, we get attacked or boarded or whatever, we would need to be in a position. Um, does that seem to make logical sense?
2: Yeah, after our experience with the prison ship,
0: yeah. 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 And also, you knew you got these guys were coming on to inspect your... Yeah. Yeah. And you knew the law level on the planet was nine. So I think it's reasonable, even in this situation, you might have said, okay, well, if I put this and this on, I can keep it hidden.
3: Cool. Okay, awesome. Yeah, Tassan, take a look at it, see what you can find out. And then while I'm looking for this broker, maybe Jadis, you and Tassan could go planet side and see if you can get any additional intel. Um, Ruben and Tahari, no offense. I just think you guys stand out. So uh, Jadis and Jason might be able to infiltrate a little bit better, and then if we need backup, we can bring you guys out. Makes sense. Yep.
4: That's fine, Captain. We'll be chasing the mechanical mice here on board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So it's going to be about 30 hours before the um, Quartermaster gets back with you. Uh, you won't have to actually go look for him, if that's the guy you want to sell it to. Because he's just going to contact you. Yeah, f- no,
3: if they give us a good price, then sure, that sounds perfect.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, then you guys wanted... Who's doing the thing with the locks, just examining them? Is it and Ruben?
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So you could turn it into like a task chain situation. We could make it a mechanics check to maybe get the outside assembly off so you can look inside. And then after that, it could be maybe an electronics check Um to check out the wiring and that kind of stuff to see if it's something you could bypass or you could um these are just however you want to do it you could also just plug a computer directly into it and attempt to do it that way that's probably more likely to cause a problem because you're hard you're wiring into the system Mm -hmm. right and if you mess up that could cause an issue
3: Um, hey guys i want to be real clear before we uh, before you guys, I'm not asking you to try and hack this thing right now and disable it right now. I'm just trying to have you take a look at it to figure out when we're ready, if we have to do this, what options we have. So I don't mean for you to open the casing Go or right, even right. attempt to violate it at all.
4: It's more like a, a recon. What, yeah, exactly. Take a look at Mason, it. Mason, as we examine it. Okay, so just looking at see? it with
0: your eyes, it's, it just adhered probably magnetically and sealed to the outside of the the locker, but right on. You know how, like, the lockers, they open up. Mm-hmm. It's right over that crease where it would open up, so you can't open it. Um, and it's secured on there, and it's got a pad on the top, like a touchscreen, mm-hmm. that they, when they hit it and they locked it into place and secured it there. That's pretty, without opening it up, you're not going to get a whole lot of extra out of it or without trying to plug into it with a computer.
4: I mean, so is there, like, gonna... an obvious seam where you would take the the cover off or, like, screws or...
0: It looks like it was one of those, you know how they make the like form from scratch a whole like ring of metal and they slide it over something.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like that. So the, the outside edge that would go around the face, right? So the face is looking at you and you got that ring of metal around it. That's solid. There's some seams around the face where there's a screen and there's a seamer on that, and then there's the, where the, the outside metal sleeve goes over it. So you could probably, if you had really fine tools, you could work mm-hmm. your way into that gap.
4: Is this a device that uh, the the Navy uses on their ships when they want to lock down their weapons?
0: Yeah, you, you've seen stuff like this before. Um, you would probably know that these are not designed, when they blow up, to damage the ship. They, they're they more like shape charges, most mm-hmm. typically, because they in an event of an accident, they don't want to blow something up, right? So what happens if it goes off? It would just blow inward, destroying whatever's in the...
4: Oh, I see, I see.
0: In the right. locker, right? So, the, and you may get, like, hearing damage or something like that, but its they're not designed to be a big explosion to kill people. At least the ones that you dealt with, right? Mm-hmm. They're just designed to destroy what's inside so that they can't be captured by someone who doesn't have authorization.
4: Okay, so I'm a little familiar with them, and then would my familiarity ex- extend to having worked on them before? Should I make a roll to see if...
0: Yeah, give me a check. Give me like a mechanic check. Okay.
4: One mechanic check.
0: And you could do intelligence or education, either one.
4: Uh, 12, uh, two sixes, oh. and then a um, mechanic of two, so 14.
0: Yeah, actually, there um, was a time when one of these malfunctioned and you helped the guy, the explosives guy, get it off. Uh-huh. So I'll say that you kind of recall some of those knowledge and you remember a few tricks he, sh- he taught you so when you do this roll, you can do it with a boon we will do that okay it, it, well,
4: do. yeah i'm not trying to pull it off now but i so i'll report to the captain captain king good news um the sun came down uh we took a look at it together actually i'm inspecting this i've uh i've worked on these before on our ship uh, when we we're in the navy we had to dismantle one so i think if we are in a jam i could uh dismantle this we could work on get, getting that off and uh, perhaps the sound could uh uh diffuse the bomb
3: and reuben you think it's just a shape charge to blow into the locker
4: yes sir yes sir it's uh not designed to harm the ship in any way um just to destroy the contraband within the locker if someone tries to get it out
3: the other option is we might just take the arc welder and the repair equipment and just take the doors off like just remove the doors completely um, I mean that would damage the ship. We'd have to repair the ship, but I, mean, might, I don't know if that's a possibility.
0: So, Ruben, uh, past experience, you would know. Now, you don't know about this specific one without f- further investigation. But some of these models are set up when they're magnetically c- hooked to it. There's like a some kind of like a like electric charge that goes through. It's super minor, but interrupting that is registered somehow to prevent exactly what he was talking about right
4: oh so if okay. you were
0: interrupted it would it would perceive that and assume you were trying to circumvent the lock now you don't know if this model has it but you know that the navy has models like that
4: okay so they, so i'll relay that to the captain Yeah. The hook so to in the
0: that case,
3: we'd have to do we'd have to somehow continue to connect the charge right we'd have to continue to establish the electrical charge if we remove the door
0: that would be one way like somehow trick the system to thinking it's unbroken yeah, it's un, 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 that's one option yeah
3: yeah Okay, well, good. at least we know what our options look like.
0: And, and Tassan, you listening to the conversation, you know um, that sounds like probably some kind of electronics thing and or mechanics thing it just a, uh, or a combination of the two. It depends on how you guys approach it, but you think, Tasan, that if you can get underneath that sleeve to hook into it or get the face off to hook into the, the system itself, that you could um, find a way to trick it with, within the via the program.
2: All right.
3: So the good news is we got options.
2: hmm Yeah.
3: Cool. Uh, let's uh, Tassan and Jadis. Do you guys have we landed yet in the planet?
0: Uh, you you guys. It's taken thirty hours for that guy to show up. Uh, if okay, you want to, still
3: at the space station, or we're gonna
0: sell it on the planet. I was waiting for you. You can wait for him, or you can just go to the planet and sell it. It's totally up to you. There's oh. no obligation to wait for the quartermaster. Um, but okay. they, the lieutenant did set up an appointment. So it, if you're going to leave him, it would be good to at least let him know, hey, we're going to.
3: Um, Tassan, is there anything you can do from up here? Like, can you get a, a feed down to the planet? Uh, actually, your concern is to make a phone call, right? The other option is you guys could just take a shuttle down to the planet and come back.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest was a Yeah,
3: that sounds good. Want you guys do that then? Just take a shuttle down there, see if you can do some recon while we're waiting on this broker. Okay.
5: Um, can Captain I can? Uh, sorry, this one can go um, and stay in the in the spaceport in case there's an emergency. I don't have to uh, go hunting, but I could wait, I guess, is what I'm saying.
3: So, so I was gonna stay on the ship. Uh, you're saying you go into the spaceport, or are you gonna go down to the planet? No, with down to the shuttle? planet.
5: Um, just wait, not do the yep. snooping around that they're gonna
4: do. That way, if
5: that,
3: they, they got backup, if they close, need it, yep, right. that's a great idea. Ruben, you wanna stay here with me?
4: Uh, yes, sir. I think that's a good good idea. Yeah,
3: that way if we have to head down to the planet quickly and for emergency reasons, at least two of us to fly this thing. It it
5: makes this one nervous to have them down on a war-torn surface with no um, help.
3: Backup. Yeah, I think that's very wise. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, I don't, the only challenge you're facing now is your equipment, so just know you're not going to be armed.
5: Yeah, I'm just, so uh, Mason, um, unless I conceal my flechette pistol, because you said we could have personal firearms, right? Or is that a uh,
0: That was only keeping them out, out of the lockers. If okay. you were taking your primary vessel to the surface, you can't bring anything on the space station.
5: Okay, then I'll have my um, tech level twelve cloth armor under my under my um, normal clothes. In I guess that's all okay. I have.
0: Are you going out onto the space station?
5: Uh, I'm going to go down the shuttle to the planet. Okay, and then just kind of hang out and not snoop around to call attention, but just be near the general you. area, the rest of them are.
3: And okay. everybody take your HUD, your transceivers, your personal computer, all that stuff, standard issue stuff, take it down.
0: Yep. That way Who you got going, going to the, the ship. Surface?
2: Who's going right. to the surface? Son, Jadis, and Tari.
0: Okay, so Ruben and the captain are staying on board. Right. Yep. Okay. So what are you guys bringing with you?
1: Like the going to the folks going down to the planet, what are we bringing? Yes, sir. Uh, so we, uh, I believe. So I've got a stunner. I've got my two layers of cloth. Uh, I've got the equipment that Admiral Kane just mentioned. Which uh, can you list that off again?
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's your portable computer with the AI software, the translator in case you translate language. And it's got expert software, so it gives you medic one, pilot one, engineering one, astrogation one, electronics, sensor comms, and computers one. So at least you have a baseline of zero skills. And if you have the skill, you get a plus one. And then you've got your comm dot, your mobile comm, so that you can, uh, and then a transceiver, which can actually communicate up to orbit, so you can contact us from the planet directly. And then you've got your personal HUD, your cables, and then uh, that's it because we can't take any of the hardware down.
0: If you to get on a shuttle, you're leaving your ship onto the space station, right? And then getting one of the shuttles down to the planet. Right. Okay, if you leave the ship to get on a shuttle on the on the space station, you cannot take any of your firearms with you because you have to go through <clears> a scanner <throat> because this has heightened security because of the war effort. So you, your armor can go through, but the, uh, well unless they scan that but your guns you're not bringing that on the space even the stunners aren't coming on all weapons are forbidden on the space station so you can go on and go down to the planet but you won't have your weapons with you
2: Makes I'm sense. fine if y'all bring the ship down later that's fine with me
3: Yeah. yeah as yeah. soon as we get this stuff sold we'll be down just take it easy don't do
0: anything that'll get you in trouble yeah. Uh cool cool let me let me get the big bad monsters out since you guys don't have guns Uh, (laughs) Jadis uh,
5: Tari smiles and she says this one's always armed
0: and I pop my claw out all right cool I think that's a good spot to end on this moment of we're about to go to the planet at least some of the split the party because that's always a great idea and we'll pick up there in our next episode so thanks everybody for listening to episode 26 thanks everybody all right, Trav, we're out. So this has been a Dice Haven podcast. Learn more at dicehaven.com, and please rate, like, and review us wherever you get your podcast. We really appreciate it. Any background music and ambient sounds you hear were provided by tabletopaudio.com, with the exception of our intro music, which is stock media provided by Pond5.
4: Thanks
2: for listening.